You're listening to the first ever live taped Carboline Tech Service podcast. I'd like to welcome everybody who came. Yes, where you we make are. Noise. Yeah. That is a live audience we have with us. <laughs> so we had a funny thing happen last night. At about 4.15, I got an email from Chris Tierney declining the recording of the podcast. <laughs> and to, at that point, we were very confused because we, we thought we had it lined up and we were ready to go. Yeah. And um, turns out IT, Ken, are you still in the room? Nope, you ran away. We were going to make <laughs> fun of you. It was an IT glitch. So we were lucky enough to have the president of Carboline, Mr. Chris Tierney, join us on the show. Hey, Chris, thanks for coming. Uh, happy to be here, guys. Thank you. Thanks for the shenanigans that we uh, typically put up. I had a whole story about how one of my friends in college, uh, we talked him up for like an hour to go talk to a girl. And he walked up and he's like, hi, my name's Bryce. And she said, that's nice. And she turned around. <laughs> we and that's that's, that's kind of how I felt when I got the email from Chris ah. that he wasn't going to come on the podcast. I was like, well, what do we do now? <laughs> so I was en route here. Jack and I came separately this morning. We left at different times. And Jack says, he's, he says, well, we got, Chris is here. He said he's going to be here. That was a glitch. So I just found out about it about a half an hour ago. I was already, I'd printed off extra things and we were going to wing it on a new topic today, but we don't, we don't have to do that now. No, happy to be here. I wouldn't miss it. All right. So real quick, before we get into the interview, Paul always tells everybody how to get a hold of us. So Paul, how do you get a hold of us? Yeah, they can reach us at technicalservice at carboline.com. You can get us on Twitter, Jack's at Jack underscore CTSP, and I'm at Paul underscore CTSP. All right, so I think now this podcast is officially uh, a toddler. Is that what a one-year-old is? Yeah, I think so. We're mobile. We, yeah, we're we are cruising. So I guess we're a toddler? <laughs> <laughs> you're on your feet and you're walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. And this is usually how it goes in the studio, too. And, and the great thing about not actually being live in the real world is I can edit all of this out, but I probably won't because people will laugh at it. Well, it's just good that performance reviews are over. That's all. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. right. It's perfect timing. <laughs> and we already have the Y Award, so, I mean, it's you not like we can get yeah, it again. It's yeah, all, there's, it's all there's nowhere, you to, nowhere to go but down from here. <laughs> Man. All right, so... Chris, you've been with us for about two years now, right? I have. Two? A little over two years now. October of uh, 2017. 16. 16. Sorry. How time flies when you're having fun. Yep. Yeah. Do, we, do we just flash forward into the future? Do we get in the DeLorean and go to uh, 2020 since? Could we or should we? Should we in 2019? Yeah, we should. Yeah. We should get <laughs> R&D to start working on that. <laughs> the technology, <laughs> the flesh can We just got to push one of them off a toilet. We'll, we'll talk with Jeff about that next week. So, Chris, one of the things we wanted to talk about today was the Carboline why. So when you started at Carboline, you challenged the entire company to figure out why we do business. And it came from a uh, TED Talk from Simon Sinek. Is that how you That's say That's right, Simon Sinek. And kind of, you could just kind of explain the theory behind the uh, why. Great. Okay. Well, Simon Sinek did this TED Talk. He wrote a book called uh, The Why. And he did a TED Talk, which turns out to be the most popular TED Talk in the history of TED Talks. If you go and check the statistics, it's the most listened to uh, TED Talk out there. And the basic principle behind his talk is that people don't buy from you for what you do or how you do it. They buy from you why you do, why you do what you do. So every business, I guess, is in essence trying to find their why. And on the surface, it sounds like an easy thing to do. But once you start digging into it, it's not so easy because you typically come up with hows and whats. And when you finally get to the why, 
uh, it's quite revealing. So as you know, we put a lot of time and effort into this. And with the help of the entire organization, because we had all kinds of uh, people submit carboline-wise, uh, at my request and sometimes without my request, uh, and we boiled it down to one singular belief, and that is the belief that there's always a solution. And I think the uh, podcast is an outstanding example of that. You guys saw an opportunity to solve what, we, what you saw was a problem in terms of communicating technical information in an entertaining and energetic way, and you went about finding a solution. And here we are one year later, and the uh, the podcast is alive and, and doing well. Thanks, Chris. All right, it's that time again. You're listening to the podcast, but you're not. This is a commercial. It's time to remind you that uh, Carboline pays the bills for this thing, so we want you to know that we're going to be at the International Workboat Show in New Orleans November 28th through 30th. Come see us in booth number 1300 and ask us about our new CarboZinc 608HB. It's a fast, dry, high-build organic zinc. Once again, come see us at the Workboat Show in New Orleans, November 28th through 30th, booth 1300, and ask us about CarboZinc 608HB. Back to the show. And we really did kind of get that example from you. One of the things that you did when you first came on board Carboline was you started with our monthly town hall meetings. And everybody thought, you know, the first monthly town hall meeting was going to be the last. And <laughs> now we're, I don't know, what are we, like 26, 27 of them in? We'll be doing number 25 next week. Okay, yeah. So we're quite consistent. You've hit them all. And, and we've had a lot of great conversations have sparked from that. And, you know, staying on the topic of our why, it was really interesting listening. That was the first time I'd heard about it. I'd heard about TED Talks before and seen a few of them, but never seen Simon's. And when you came to us and you talked about it, we all kind of were under the impression, it sounds like you were too, that, oh, couple of weeks, we'll get this thing figured out and we'll be able to do it. And, you know, maybe the next town hall or the town hall after that, we'll be able to actually talk about this. And uh, what, I was. several months later, I, the, the discussion was, boy, this is a lot harder. I have to admit, I thought this would be a much easier task. And as we dug into it, it, it gets more and more complex. And if you're really honest with yourself, uh, it becomes very difficult because you have to be really true about what you do, true to yourself about what you do and how you do it. And then really when you get down to why you come to work every day, it's, uh, it's revealing. So it was a lot more difficult than I expected, but I think we wound up in a very good place because I, I think our why, this belief that there's always a solution, is the essence of Carboline. When I look at the employees and I watch how they work and I watch how they think, uh, it is really what we're about. And I think it goes right back to Stan Lapata days when he was solving the, the single uh, original problem uh, and came up with a lining that, that started this whole thing off. And I think the podcast is just a, an excellent example of, of solving that problem. Well, thank you. We always try to come up with a solution in tech service too because people always call in and it's not always the easiest uh, question that they have. They, they have a, a real problem that they need a real solution for. And so we really sometimes have to go beyond what's you know written in black and white and kind of, we like to say we live in the gray as far as interpreting technical data, standards, and things like that to help people figure out their unique situations and their solutions. So that's kind of something that we already lived with in tech service prior to the why. But, you know, I got to admit, when we started the why process, I was thoroughly confused. I wrote down five different ones and hated every single one of them. I don't even know if I actually turned one in, to be perfectly honest. You were one of the blank ones. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think I might have been, too. I I had a lot of what's and a lot of how's, but the why was, was really difficult. It really caused you to, to look deep inside as to why it is you actually do what you do every day. Well, I'm glad because I think uh, it obviously got people thinking and it inspired, hopefully inspired you guys to do this, uh, this, pod, this being the podcast. And for people listening, they probably don't know, but 
The podcast was not some corporate initiative. It was these two gentlemen on their own, with their own time, their own equipment, totally devoid of, of carb line guidance, deciding that this was a, the right thing to do. And when we at the executive team meeting, our team heard it at a meeting once, or the first time, we were all blown away that uh, what a great idea, what great quality of material, and, and take you know, complex information, dilute it down to, in a way that's entertaining and digestible and obviously filled a void because it's uh, clearly a, a very popular podcast. I, I know the hits rise every month, and uh, here you are a year later, still going strong. Well, thank you. The podcast continues to grow, and we get great listens and great responses. One of the big things that's happened in the last maybe several weeks, we've started to really get a lot of response from people, whether they're shooting us emails or when they call up on the phone. It was funny, the first time I had somebody call up, it took me back because it was somebody I didn't know. I'd never heard of this person before, never spoken with them, but they talked to me like I was a long lost best friend. It took a couple of seconds into the phone call to realize why that person knew me. And well, it's because I talked to them for 15 minutes a day every week and they get to listen and, and it's an opportunity for them to get to know Jack and I and, and Carboline. And, you know, we like to think that we're good heralds of, of what Carboline represents. You know, we try to represent tech service well. So it's that idea that we're out there for them and it gives them an opportunity to get to know us. And it took me a little, a little aback the first time, but now, you know, it's, it's not uncommon to get a phone call. Oh, I love the podcast. And well, it's really exciting. weird when you answer the, the loop. So if you don't know we're tech service, we answer an 800 number and it could be anybody on the other end. And you say, hello, you know, tech service, this is Jack. And they start talking to you like you've known them for 20 years. And it's like, oh, you listen. <laughs> but I want to take it one little step further with the why. And then I think we're going to wrap up this episode because we're getting to about our normal lot of time. I want to take the why just a little bit further, the belief that there is a solution. So, you know, we've, we've used the podcast as an example of how we've embodied the why. But I, I think we take it a step further with the way we do everything that we do at Carboline, including manufacturing and getting people small batches regularly and the way our salesmen will go an extra step for the customer. I really do believe that the executive team picked a great why for the company. Uh, thank you. But I, in, in fairness, it didn't come from our team. It actually came from an employee Oh wow! here in the building. And I don't mind saying it was Mike Goodwin from uh, Procurement, who's, who's just recently been promoted and moved on to a uh, RPM corporate job. But it was Mike that hit it right on the head. But I think, uh, Jack, you're right. I think that the people at Carboline, and I've worked at large companies, very large companies, two or three of them over the course of my 30-some years here. But the people here have a different way of going about their job. They really do go the extra mile. It is about solving problems. And it, it's throughout the organization from the sales guys to the tech service guys to customer service to the operations folks to the warehouse folks to the people in this building to the people at R&D. It is part of the essence and the DNA of this company. And I think the ROI fits perfectly. And that's why we're winning. We are winning in a big way. Double-digit growth in a, an economy that may be growing low single digits. Uh, having a, a good year on top of a very good year last year. Uh, it's obviously proving to be the right way to go, and I think the customers see that, and I certainly appreciate all you guys do and all the employees do. You know, and to follow up with that, one of the things I've had a couple of people that work for me and work with me, you know, the common phrase is, you know, you talk them off a ledge. And every once in a while, you'll get one of the, your fellow employees who gets upset about something, and, oh, man, I can't stand it. Why can't we fix that? Why? And one of the great things about it is, they're only that upset about what they perceive as being wrong because they know it can be better. 
And so when that's the mentality of the people that you work with is when I get upset, it's because I want it better. It's a great, great place to work with, a great group of people to work with when their motivation is, I'm disappointed if we didn't do our best. Yeah, fair point. Not, not upset for themselves, upset because we can't service the customer. Right. I think that's a common theme in this company. Yep. And I think that separates us from the other guys. I, do, I, I, I really do. do. Yeah, I believe it. There's a, there's a connection. Well, I think that about does it for us. Chris, thank you very much for coming on the show. Appreciate being invited. I'm, I'm very proud of you guys for what you've done, and I'm, I'm happy to celebrate one year and uh, look forward to many more. Thank you. Th- thank thank you. you. Thanks. All right, that does it for our live taping of the Car Building Tech Service podcast. Thanks again for joining us. A big thank you to Chris Tierney. And we want to take this opportunity to remind you a couple of weeks ago, we decided to go a little off script on how we picked our topic again. Back to our shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, found ourselves out in a football field and, you know, we were playing a little uh, archery roulette. Yep. Um, you know, anybody who can't imagine what this is, I'm sure you all had lawn darts when you were a kid. Pretty much. Yeah. So that was kind of the, the idea of what it was we were doing. Well, I don't know if you're surprised. We're getting lectured again about it. Yep, so here's our voicemail that we got from HR uh, reprimanding us that we're probably not supposed to play on this thing, but, you know, I do what I want. <laughs> so here's a here's a parting message from Ashley again. One, one last thing I think I need to mention is that, uh, for clarification, I need to, so that PETA doesn't get on us, is that um, oh, yeah. no animals have ever been harmed in the recording of this podcast. Yeah, it was brought to our attention that, that a dead horse... Does not whinny and nay. Well, maybe we beat it back to life. Uh, that could be. So then Peter would be on our side. Maybe that horse's name is Lazarus, and you don't even know it. <laughs> anyway, now that we've offended there's everybody. Parting, there's a parting note for you. Here's, here's us getting in trouble with HR, which could not be more appropriate <laughs> than it is right now. Thanks. We'll see you next Monday. Hi, Jack. It's Ashley from Human Resources. Again, arrows, really? You shot arrows straight into the air and waited for them to come back down. You guys really thought this was okay. We're going to have to have a meeting with executive level management to determine how we're going to be able to handle this situation. On another note, Jack, I'm going to need you to stop calling Paul Paula before this turns into a workplace harassment situation. You certainly can't go broadcasting name calling in a public forum like the podcast. Thanks. Oh, I swear it's like dealing with children. Who put the line in? Car-